Welcome to The Anchor. Please join us for the next 15 minutes as people from our region share their stories of hope and overcoming life's difficulties. Thank you for being with us today on The Anchor. I'm Rhonda Hardy, and I'm here with my co-host, Deb Hickey. And we are a program that is especially to bring messages of hope to the listeners, messages of hope in every area that... um, of circumstances that we might face in our lives. And last week, we started with a message of hope for our nation. We thought it was very necessary to talk about our nation and the foundation of our nation and to encourage people to go to the voting polls this November. You know, if we don't go to the voting polls, we are really casting a vote. And we need to really examine the candidacy and see the ones that are the best qualified to bring to our great nation that which brings us back to our foundation. And that's, again, what we talked about last week. You know, America is at a crossroads. We talked about that our nation was founded upon godly principles. And Psalm 11.3 says, If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Or what can those who are in right standing with God, what can those who want to please God do? We talked about how our roots are Christian, and our foundation is righteousness and justice. And the Bible says that righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne, righteousness standing for the truth, justice on how to apply that truth. And today, we want to pray also at the end of the program again, like we did last week. We think prayer is a very important part of bringing messages of hope. Because God answers prayer, he has promises all throughout his word that we can stand on. And I really believe that a key right now in our nation to racism is this very subject on righteousness and justice. And Debbie is going to share with us, she's going to break that down and really explain to us what righteousness and justice looks like. Those look like, sound like big terms, but she's going to bring it down to our level so we can really get a hold of this and bring unity, be a key to bringing unity back to our nation. So Debbie, welcome. Thank you, Rhonda, and thank you for those who are listening today. This is such an important time for in for the history of the United States. And righteousness and justice, like Rhonda said, they seem like these huge terms, but truthfully, they are just normal terms that you and I need to have in part of as our lifestyle. And she quoted from Psalms 89. And I'm going to say, I'm going to quote you that again. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of God's throne. Loving kindness and faithfulness go before him. The message puts it this way, which I love. The right, the right and just are the roots of your rule, God's rule. Love and truth are its fruit. Blessed are the people who know the passwords of praise, who shout on parade in the bright presence of God. Delighted, they dance all day long. They know who you are, what you do. They can't keep it quiet. Your vibrant beauty has gotten inside of us. We've been, you've been so good to us. We're walking on air. All we are and have, we owe to God, holy God of Israel, our King. Righteousness and justice are the roots of God's rule. Love and truth are its fruit. You and I want 
righteousness and justice in our life. We want that carried out toward us. And when this happens, love and truth is what comes from it. Jesus Christ, when he came, he brought grace. And grace then brought righteousness to man. It was Jesus, when he brought grace, he, to the sinner, to you and I, when we were yet sinners, he brought his grace. And then he who believes in Jesus Christ become righteous. We become the righteousness of God. We become in right standing once again with God. And then God does discipline those he loves because that is justice. But the discipline of his love is grace and mercy. He doesn't harm us. He makes us stronger. He makes us more wonderful, as it said there in what I just read to you, your vibrant beauty has gotten inside of us. We've been so good. You've been so good to us. We're walking on air. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. The definition of justice in the Webster Dictionary is that justice is the quality of being righteous impartiality. Don't you and I love to have, see impartiality? We don't want to have people partial to just certain people. It's the quality of being right or correct. It's sound reason. It's the use of authority and power to uphold what is right, just, and lawful. And then if you look at the definition of righteousness, righteousness is acting in a just and an upright manner, doing what is right, morally right, fair and just. Something fair and just is a righteous act. And so as you listen to this, I found out as I started really studying this, that you can't separate righteousness and justice righteousness upholds justice and justice carries out righteousness. It goes around and around in a circle. The opposite of someone who is righteous is someone who is self-righteous. And I can tell you where self-righteous began. It began with Lucifer when he was in heaven as an archangel and he decided that he was God, that he wanted to be just like God, that he was in fact better than God. And he tried to look down upon God Almighty, our creator, his creator. And the Lord kicked him out of heaven along with one third of his demons and self-righteousness then bloom. And self-righteousness is when we put ourselves before anybody else and we put other people down. I don't know about you, but I don't like that. I don't like to be put down. That's not the godly way. That's not our God. God lifts us up. He looks for the very best in each and every one of us. We want righteousness and justice to once again be the foundation of our country. I also want to read another passage to you. It's Proverbs 8, chapter 8 verses 20 and 21. And this blessed me so much when I read this again out of uh, the message. It said, you can find me on righteous road. That's where I walk at the intersection of Justice Avenue. 
handing out life to those who love me, filling their arms with life, armfuls of life. God, when he sent Christ, he said that he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Righteousness and justice. We have, we can walk, you and I can walk on the paths of justice, but it is our decision whether we are going to walk righteously, upright with the Lord, doing what is right, and then walk on the path of justice, carrying out justice for everyone. Our constitution said that we are one country, united, equal, justice for all. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for you and I, those who are in right standing with God, those who want to see righteousness and justice once again reign in our country. We want to be those who vote and vote correctly and carry out righteousness and justice in our country. Rhonda? Well, you know, the other day when we were talking about this, Debbie, you used the word, you drew a little circle and how one can't stand without the other because righteousness stands for truth. Mm -hmm. And the thing that we need to bring out here is whose truth, you know, and just like you were saying, it's the truth of the word of God. That's what we were founded upon was godly principles, was the Christian faith not by religions, but by the Christian faith, by the word of God. And it is the standard that we stand by. And Jesus's whole purpose is to bring his loving kindness, just like you read. But the word that you used was righteousness guides justice. You know, if we stay with the truth, the truth is going to help us do the right thing at the right time for people. God loves people. He wants the best for people. So the problem that we're seeing in the, in the racism, you know, is, is like you said, the truth needs to be, our source needs to be from God because then we're, we're going to know how to deal with every situation in the right way for the best of people's lives. And so we really want to pray today. We want to take some time to pray for the whole issue of racism and the protection of our security and our police forces. And, you know, we, we've got to have both. We've got to know how to help people, but we've got to have law and order also. We can't have one without the other. But if we can come together on this and not go overboard on one side or the other, there is a solution to this problem. God loves people. And so... That's what we want to do right now. I want to read what Jesus' prayer was. He, he wants us to be one. As he and the Father were one. It says, I do not pray for these alone in John 17, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one. As you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me I have given them that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that we may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. God's purpose is love. He loves us. He wants the best for us. So right now we want to go to prayer and we want to pray for this very issue. 
And Lord, right now, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God. We agree together and we are align ourselves with your truth, your truth, your righteousness. And we declare your righteousness over this nation. We declare your righteousness and your truth, what is pleasing to you, Father God, over our government in Jesus' name, Father, to know how to deal with this problem of racism. Father, you love every person the same. It doesn't matter what color what what nationality we are, what language we speak. Father, you love everyone the same. And you want us to know how to deal with each and every matter, Father God. And we ask, Father, that your truth leads our governmental leaders. Your truth leads and guides the justice that needs to be served in every situation, Father God, whatever it may be. And Lord, we want to pray from the book of Isaiah. We want to pray, Father, for your spirits to be released, your, the spirit of the living God to be released over our government. We want to pray, Father God, that the fear of the Lord, the spirit of the fear of the Lord be released over our government and our nation, Father God. The spirit of wisdom, Father, your wisdom to know how, Father, to release justice in our nation, Father. Your understanding of what's going on with different nationalities, different races, Father God, different people groups, Lord God, so that we can help meet their needs in the right way that's going to be the best solution for them, Father God. We release your understanding. We release your counsel, Father. Not our own counsel, not man's counsel, but we go to you, the source of all counsel, Father God. We release that over this nation and our government and our governmental leaders, Lord. We release, Father God, your might in the name of Jesus, Father God, over this nation. We release the spirit of knowledge in the name of Jesus to know how, to know what to do, and wisdom and understanding to know how to do it. So, Lord, we give this issue to you. And we thank you, Father God, for bringing this nation together once again. And because you love us, Father God, and you have a destiny for us. We pray these things in your precious name. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us today on The Anchor. And we look forward to being with you next week to pray again for hope for our nation. If you would like to know more about resources mentioned in this interview, possible ministry opportunities, or to tell your own story on the anchor, email us at anchoredintherock at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.